Hey everybody, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined once again by... Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about that for a second. Who am I again? And this week we'll be talking about the next three episodes of season two of Grace and Frankie, which are The Chicken, The Boar, and The Anchor. I was almost and... hoping it would be three animals, but it wasn't. It was not. When I first read these titles, I was like, what the hell is in the chicken? I cannot <laughs> remember. Like, I knew the boar and the anchor, but, like, the chicken is such, like, an obscure thing. It's, it in is. that first episode, like, he's baking a chicken, but it's not about the chicken. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what are you doing in the episode? Yeah. Like, I don't know. You could have the, the London suit or... Right the the mentory something that would have pertained a bit more to the episode yeah no that would have mean that would have made a lot more sense <laughs> like okay the chicken i need to read the description of <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah so robert is cooking a chicken yes he <laughs> <in> is <the chicken. laughs> with mallory's help via and, skype <laughs> and with a completely full amount of butter oh my gosh yes well, that was that went in the potatoes. He put lots of salt on the crispy chicken skin that he's not going to eat. That's true. Or rather, nobody ends up eating. I really am not a fan of chicken skin. Me, I'm not a fan of any meat anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. even when I ate meat. Yeah, I never like peeled the skin off. Although I don't feel like I ever. If if I was eating something like a chicken barbecue, like yeah. I would eat the skin on it then because that's the only place the sauce is. But yeah, that's true. Beyond that, that's a flawed system of saucing. It is. You should really just like peel the skin back a little bit and squirt the sauce underneath the skin. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Or just eat bean burgers. Or eat a bean burger or a quinoa burger. <laughs> or a sweet potato burger. Or. You whatever know. else then i'll play that <laughs> so the weirdest thing about the episode of the chicken okay in my opinion is that it appears as though robert has his suit tailored in one day that is true <laughs> yeah i, I guess, don't know how that happened <laughs> no that well okay i think technically I want to say that this all started on a Tuesday, right? Because later Grace's or Frankie's like, when did you become the optimist? And she says Tuesday. So if we're assuming Okay, but that... is she just like picking a day or... See, I'm not sure. <laughs> but if we're assuming that that was the actual day that she went to address, uh, a, a change of address... Yeah. Then that would mean that the first clip we saw of Robert trying on the was suit... also Tuesday. Yeah, so between Tuesday and then Friday, which is the day he requested that Saul be like kept at bay. Oh, that's true. That could be possible. But like, yeah, because it's not explicit <laughs> in the episode too. Like when he's like wearing the suit and he's like, oh, that's the London suit. I was like, what? That's so not possible. Get... <laughs> I, mean, unless, like, I mean, even four days is quite a rest job to get a yeah. suit tailored in, you know? Unless he's, maybe he also got a sewing machine and maybe <laughs> he did it himself real quick. <laughs> maybe. Uh, or maybe the Tuesday that Frankie or that um, Grace went to a change of address was like three weeks before this Friday. <laughs> yeah, that's possible too. <laughs> just, that was like, I'm like, whoa. The that's last what... scene he was wearing that suit and he couldn't fit into it. And now it like fits them all perfectly. I know. I appreciate that he was Skyping Mallory to like check to make sure his suit didn't fit or I don't know what, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like he could have told that all on his own that that suit did not fit anymore. 
might want to go ahead and press the end call or whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably something that's not accurate because he's old. Right. <laughs> Cute. So th- that was so that was the thing that you found strange about the episode. The thing yeah, that. The thing that disturbed me most about the episode was the fact that Billy, the mentee, does not clean the shaker or blender after every drink. Oh, really? Why? Well, because, like, what if... Because you know how Grace is like, oh, I taste... Is that cinnamon? Like, some people actually have cinnamon allergies. So, like, um, <laughs> what if yeah. you were, you know... Because the other day I went to lunch with a friend and I got this giant cookie and I offered her part of it. And she was like, I probably shouldn't. I have, like, a really strange allergy. It's cinnamon. And I was like, oh, this is an espresso cinnamon cookie. <laughs> 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 so it's like you know i i, I mean it i'm sure it does give a nice stank as, <laughs> as she says but uh right it's kind of funny i've never heard of someone having a cinnamon allergy but there's also like a lot of other things that are used in alcohol so right i suppose there's lots of things people could be allergic to yeah but also like maybe you're not really getting enough of it when you know in that situation for it to really matter if you were allergic to it I I, yeah it's probably only some trace yeah same someone uh one of our listeners go ahead and let us know (laughs) at (laughs) nno podcast (laughs) (laughs) um but but yeah yeah. billy in general i didn't really like her as a character (laughs) yeah I, i i mean i see why she was necessary like you know we needed Grace to think that she had momentarily found her new calling of being a mentor and and I think like in if it were a long term sort of like relationship between Grace and Billy, she could eventually actually help her become someone who could easily do job interviews and actually have a chance at getting a job. Yeah. But I think it's because it, in classic Grace fashion, she expects everything to be perfect immediately. Immediately, yeah. And uh, that just scares Billy. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the the women who probably went to this mentoring program would not have been like Billy. You know, they would have been people who just needed a little bit of help that Grace yeah. could have given them. Grace just got given this. And, and this woman who didn't really want to change, you know. Right. And, which makes me think, why did she even go to a change of address to begin right. with? Right. Because you clearly don't want to change at all to to yeah maybe it was like maybe it was like part of her like 12-step program or whatever she needed to go and like try to get a job and make a change uh, of a dress but uh (laughs) i did like that when she was trying to joke when billy was trying to joke about uh the 12-step program or like um uh what is it is it aa yeah yeah aa she was uh grace was like alcoholism isn't funny <laughs> I like <laughs> Billy saying, "You're like a two-legged version of my mom." <laughs> what does that mean? How many legs does your mother have? <laughs> I don't. Understand. Presumably, just one, right? I mean, I was—I don't know. I feel like if your mother had lost a leg or something, you wouldn't use that as a joke, right? <laughs> maybe her mother's like has four legs. Or maybe it was like a real quick callback to Grace saying that, like, short of her being a pirate, she's not going to find the job she wants or whatever maybe and, you know. like a peg leg yeah <laughs> yeah so that, that was a funny quote i did enjoy that yeah but um but yeah i mean then yeah 
I guess Grace and Robert, both of their storylines do not end well in this episode because, no. you know, Grace tries to get Billy a, an interview at Say Grace and she doesn't show up for it. And Saul breaks down and tells Robert that he slept with Frank- Frankie finally. And Robert kicks him out. <laughs> so yeah. Like, sad endings to both storylines. Well, and the Robert one's just made so. like even more sad because not only did he spend all that time like making this perfect meal, but he also lit the candles and said like the prayer and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what threw him over the edge, you know? No, yeah, definitely. I feel like they should have just eaten that delicious food before <laughs> ruining dinner. Right. But um. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's good. So now the cat's finally out of the bag. and Yes, and everybody is unhappy about it. Yes, they are. And But we do have, we have Frankie and Jacob being Aww. cute in this episode. So there is, you know, some saving elements to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that Frankie and Jacob are really cute. I think so too. Although it's, um, I don't know, I, th- I think it's interesting to watch Frankie... And this is, of course, like continued somewhat into the next episode, I believe. But that she's sort of um, struggling about where she really wants the relationship to go or how serious she wants it to be. Right. Um, so she's not sure she's ready to have a big romance, as she says. And yeah. I I don't know the woman's name who, who said this, but I loved the woman who said the whole that whole idea she's like kind of makes me want to take a nap just thinking about it yeah. <laughs> i was like i have been in your shoes i understand the sentiment <laughs> and those like it was that woman and the, the the woman that you're talking about and the other guy um in that scene are the same friends that appear in the second episode of yeah. season one as frankie's friends and they still don't seem like believable friends for frankie like they're so no. rigid especially the woman is like so rigid and i don't know it's weird and this is like the only other time we see them ever <laughs> yeah no it's a very strange sort of dynamic yeah she needs more like go with the flow hippie friends not like these lawyer friends or whatever that woman is or maybe right. she, this woman just uses a lot of lawyers during her divorces but <laughs> maybe. i don't remember how it was how it went but yeah could but be. yeah frank frankie's kind of like forced to confront the fact in this episode that jacob likes her he like likes her as more than a friend yeah <laughs> and it's something that she's been trying to like deny her deny the fact um yeah that, like Jacob was interested in her but at the end of the episode um like Jacob comes over to drop off those seed catalogs for her and that's when like Frankie and her him have that where that like conversation where she's like can you deal with taking it like really slow you know I I can't deal with trying to move into a fast relationship kind of thing so yeah and then, and, and then they kiss yeah so and that was really nice that she you know, realize that the most important thing is just to be open and honest about it and straightforward. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, speaking no. of that scene, yes. every single time we see that mirror with the wooden spikes on it by the door, I'm <laughs> so worried someone's going to take one of their eyes out walking past <laughs> it. It looks so dangerous to be hanging there. <laughs> well, it's I, like that. In the back of my mind, <laughs> maybe that'll be season season five. <laughs> I hope it's Saul who loses an eye. Yes, 
<laughs> It'll just be called the eye or the well, spike. <laughs> there's like one of the spikes, like it sticks out past the the wall, so it's you know it's it's jutting out into the doorway. Like you could easily, <laughs> and it's like at eye level, like especially someone taller like Saul could yeah. easily get that walking around the corner seems like a really ill-placed mirror then <laughs> and like it's such a tiny little mirror too <laughs> and all these giant wooden spikes sticking off of it <laughs> i don't get it sounds dangerous i would not put that in my house <laughs> i guess like the other thing that um we should really give props to uh, frankie for is the fact that she painted one of her pictures with uh oh we don't learn that yet do we I think we learned that in the next episode. Oh, no. Maybe we did learn it now. She definitely painted one of them with her vagina anyway. Her strong pelvic floor yes. and a long brush. And I was yeah. like, that's I don't remember perfect. which episode that was in, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the one that they, they end up using, too, for the yeah. packaging. Yeah. Which we find out in the anchor just yeah. two episodes away. We'll get there. And that's when uh, Frankie realizes that uh, Barry and Brie, Brianna are in a relationship too. Because yes. they're like trying to skirt around it and she's just like feeling the sexual tension. Yeah, I, like, I don't really feel like there was that much. No, I don't think so. Scene. So maybe, you know, Frankie really is an intuitive witch. Maybe. <laughs> she's got to get something right every once in a while, I suppose. It's true. I did, <laughs> I, I did like uh, the... Like, Barry was convinced that Grace liked him and that she would remember him and stuff, but she had no idea who he was. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Until, <laughs> until we find out that he was the, the Ryan of the, of the office. Started. Yes. <laughs> Barry. Barry started the fire. Yeah. Barry started, started the fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> and hugs Shout Grace. Shout out to the office. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Shout out to uh, Threat Level Podcast. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much pretty much all that happens. Pretty much that end of that episode, which ends with Robert just saying to Saul, "Get out." Yes, which was sad and one of the one of the sadder, darker moments. Yeah, all all three of these episodes are kind of sad, like a lot of sad yeah. elements going on in all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um. But yeah, that does then lead us straight into episode seven, the boa. Yep, which opens with Frankie finding Paul sleeping <laughs> on their deck. Yes. <laughs> because he had gotten kicked out of Robert's house without his yeah. wallet. And, of course, he goes to where Frankie is, which, ugh, Wait, uh, And I you love... You could have gone to your sons, as Grace points out to him. I know. Like, I was so... I'm glad that Grace just sort of, like, told him straightforward, like, that that is completely unacceptable. Because I think it's just something he legitimately doesn't take into consideration like he doesn't realize the harm he's doing every time he sort of like you know forces frankie into position where she's you know having her christ-like capacity for compassion right (laughs) having to deal with like saul in particular and she does she's very mature about it though because she leaves you know she gets in the car and she drives to go and see jacob and just leaves all at the beach house because she doesn't want to have to to deal with Saul and she doesn't want to risk what is potentially going to be a relationship with Jacob, you yeah. know, trying to comfort Saul. So I was, I was proud of Frankie for that. No, that was really good. I was glad to see her taking the initiative to just head out. Yes. Even though I didn't approve of her 
music choice in her car. But... <laughs> yeah, she was just blaring <laughs> that music real loud. I mean, maybe it would have been fine if it had been like at a normal volume, but... Would you prefer the throat singing from the previous episode? Yes, very much so. <laughs> I did love in that in that scene when she was listening to the, to the th- um, throat singing, they pause and she's like, oh, this is my favorite part. And I'm like, <laughs> as if it sounds terribly different from the rest. Right. <laughs> it all just sounds like somebody's gargling mouthwash. Seriously. <laughs> but yes, <Yeah>, she... <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I didn't know you could throat sing. Can you, come on, you can do it too. <laughs> I don't think I can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but um, that does bring her right back to the farm. Um, where she discovers the the truth about Jacob. Jacob and his boar. Jacob and his boar that's been terrorizing his farm. Which she's relieved at first to find out that Jacob is going to be hunting a boar because she was afraid a farmer's daughter was going to jump <laughs> out of the hay. Yeah. <laughs> but then it quickly dawns upon her that she's very against hunting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's part of PETA. <laughs> she never wears gloves pleather for fear of glamorizing it (laughs) and then i I did appreciate that he was like well i can't really reason with it she's like animals are getting smarter every day have Have you you tried tried? (laughs) (laughs) um and and her just hiding all the stuff like in in plain sight right i love like after she like goes to leave later on, she like confesses to him that she'd like chucked his rope out into a field. <laughs> yeah. She's like, This is in the the pig pen or whatever. And the slot bin. Slot bin. And that's in the fields, but I don't have much of an arm and she just <laughs> peels off. <laughs> and he's like, Okay. But um but uh Jacob kind of like makes Frankie see that like the part of the reason that she's so upset about Saul showing up at their doorstep is that she feels guilty for, you know, being part of the party that cheated on um, Robert because, you know, her and Robert used to to get along really well. And she kind of like misses that and just feels bad about it. And that's like one of the things I loved most about this episode is that we, they finally go into the relationship between Frankie and Robert and Saul and Grace. And I loved seeing that because, you know, of course we get the very emotional scene towards the end when, when Frankie goes to apologize to Robert and then she, you know, luckily gets a uh, apology in return and they sort of like commiserate about (laughs) the sadness of it all or the the Saul of it all. And, <laughs> and I, I loved too that even though Grace was in the process of like kicking uh, Saul out of the house, like as soon as she gets a message from uh, from Phil with a PH, yeah, <laughs> she she um, kind of confides in him, in Saul in a way that she, we haven't seen her do. Yeah, you know, and he's Which sort is. of like very comforting to her. And I don't think she would have done that if. Frankie had been there but it was just like Saul was there and nobody else was and she right. was kind of freaking out about the fact that Phil had sent her a friend request Yeah, which I mean was was Saul on her Facebook page or something how else would he have known that she had gotten a friend request <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was kind of strange that was strange uh, I don't think that's the way computers work but okay right but um yeah, but yeah it's, it's cute and then she wants him there for their their messaging back and forth hello yeah. <laughs> hello i have a glass of wine i'm in my bathing suit 
It's like, well, you didn't like my whatever it was about loneliness. Yeah, some, some home. Rooming, maybe. Roomings, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so Phil's back in the picture, um, which plays, obviously, like, the important role in the next episode. Right. But, um, yeah, we learn all about that story. In the next episode. We do also have, in this episode, mm-hmm. Grace goes to see Robert, and she does give him some pretty good advice. You know, she tells yeah. him, like, you have the chance to handle, you know, this situation differently, you know, with this relationship and that don't do it the same way that you always did with us where you just won an argument because you could kind of thing. Right. Which made her hate him, as she says. Yeah, right. <clears throat> yeah. That was good well, advice, I think, for her to give him Robert. Yeah, I think it's good. And it's it's also, I really appreciate seeing their relationship too, Grace and Robert, because we're, while, whereas like Frankie and Saul are currently in a spot where like, you know, she's afraid to be alone with him because she doesn't know what's going to happen, right. really. But, like, I think uh, Grace and Robert are in the process of becoming friends for, like, the first time ever. Right. Which People is an who interesting... can kind of be very, like, blunt with each other. Yeah. And, but who still care about one another. Right. So it's kind of, it's interesting to see that whole situation kind of unfold. Right. Yeah, yeah. I like their dynamic. I like their dynamic a lot better than Frankie and Saul's. Yeah, because Saul just irritates me currently. Yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't it was in this episode too when she's like, "You irritate people," and he's like, yes! "I, I irritate people." <laughs> when Grace tells Saul that he irritates people, I was just like, "Thank you, Grace. Thank you." <laughs> so true. <sighs> <laughs> I guess this episode too, we have like, it's not really a breakdown, but nearly a mini breakdown of Bud when. Uh, he, go, he yeah. comes home to find Coyote holding the the letter for the adoption agency or whatever. Yeah, that's the other the other storyline in this episode is Coyote's heard back from the adoption agency <sighs> and Bud grabs the letter and starts like waving it around <laughs> all energetically and in a very unlikely scenario <laughs> manages to somehow throw the letter over top of the counter in a way that it then plummets to the floor and slides <laughs> underneath the refrigerator. Right. <laughs> like the dynamics of that, <laughs> the air, the aerodynamics of that would, <laughs> would not happen. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we need a physicist to tell us how that, that's possible. You, you see the, the letter like go over the counter, like towards the cupboards in one scene, then it cuts to it sliding under underneath the refrigerator in the next <laughs> and I'm just like, uh yeah. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> smells smells of a plot device to me. Right. I mean and he could have been holding it in his other hand and it would have seemed more plausible, but uh, neither here nor there at this point. The letter is under the refrigerator. <laughs> True. Along with a pepperoni that uh, Coyote oh. eats afterwards. Oh my god. The fact that he ate that is so gross. Bud tries to stop him, but it's too late. It's like having a child. I, it really is. <laughs> and that's him when he's sober. I couldn't even imagine. I know. Imagine all the things he ate off the sidewalk when he was dumb. Gross. That's disturbing. Like, Walking through the streets of New York now, I'm like, uh, if someone ever dropped something on the sidewalk and ate it, I would, they would die. I just don't understand how one could live. They're so, so you don't dirty. You frequently eat food off the ground, is what you're I do me. not. I do not. Right. Well, maybe we'll change that when I'm there in a month. Okay, maybe. 
There's a I'll time. just knock all of your food onto the ground until you're forced to eat it because you're starving. <laughs> you sound like a very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a great friend. It'll be so fun for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, once they fish the uh, letter out, you know, we find out that Coyote's mother, birth mother, wants, wants, to, meet to, him. wants to meet him, which will be revisited soon. Yeah. Literally, she'll visit. Yes, she will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that is for a different episode. It is. But I think that's all that happened in this one that I can remember. Yeah, that's pretty much that episode. Did you have any other uh, quotes from this one that you enjoyed? Not from this episode. I did miss one from the first episode that I forgot to say, oh. which was, I would hate for my lube to lack uh, hardiness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I liked... Uh, I think he was, I think uh, Saul was talking to Frankie and he was saying that um, Rob, Robert looked like he wanted to push him down the stairs and she's just like, you told him at the top of the stairs? <laughs> As yeah. if that's plausible. And then I also liked when she was um, leaving to go see Jacob, she's like, I cannot dance that toxic merengue with you again. <laughs> um, it was also funny with uh, when Saul suggested to Grace that she take the G out of going to be like how's it going and she's just like how's it going how's it going mm, i think it needs the g <laughs> but, yeah. how's it going phil how's it going i'm in my bikini <laughs> i have a glass of wine and oh my god speaking of glasses of wine oh dear the yeah. best part of that of the of episode seven two was when after um grace lectures robert about you know not repeating the oh, past yeah. she, she just takes his glass of wine she's like you won't be needing that and walks <laughs> out hey she doesn't just like spill like dump the wine out she just takes the whole glass and leaves <laughs> You don't need this glass anymore. Presumably to go drink it in her car on the way back. That's why I too. Oh, She's probably got a cup holder designed to fit a wine glass. <laughs> it's just a little, like, hand that pinches down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, she decides uh, with this thing with Phil that they're going to grab lunch and Yes, at the Anchor Bar. At the Anchor which she's super excited about. Yes, she is. Or super nervous. Well, I think both. Yeah. Some, some of both. So she ends up like, oh. and like, can I just say, I want to like hire Grace to come and take all of my pistachios out of their shells. <laughs> because I hate doing my job and she's so good at it. Yes. She needed something to, you know, quell her nerves or whatever she's doing. <laughs> it was calming for her. There you go. And I hate. And I hate the way the salt feels on my fingertips. <laughs> you just need to get shelled ones. But they're never as good. They're always like dried out and shriveled. And they're yeah, never that bright, true. vibrant. They're always like some yellowy shade of puke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they taste so much better in the shell. But I hate cracking them out of the shell. <laughs> but yeah, so Grace is real nervous. Shows up to the thing super early. At I, least a half an hour early. Yes. Like, I liked Gretchen coming back and being like, uh, what's going uh, on? I just wanted to slap her. Like, come on, you're totally giving her away right now. I know. <laughs> and Grace is just like rolling her eyes, basically. I know. Oh. I like that they were able to remember uh, what like each other drank. 
Yeah, I know, like from 20 years ago or however I long know. it was. And, okay, so that's like an interesting thing <clears throat> because Grace says that um that she, like when she's telling like the story to frankie of how it her and phil met she says that after they met at the anchor bar um she started seeing phil when robert was away and sometimes when he wasn't away but like in a previous episode she's always said she didn't cheat on robert you know i right. didn't do what you did so did she or did she not cheat on robert <laughs> like if you're seeing somebody well you know, your husband's away. I feel like that is cheating, even if you're not having sex. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't so, know if she was like sleeping with him, but I think that they were definitely like dating, dating for sure. Right. Yeah. I feel like that still constitutes as cheating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on your your definition, but I would I would assume from this that for Grace, cheating would be like a sexual act. Must be. <laughs> Not just an emotional act, because I think that she definitely felt things for which Phil is, that she didn't feel for Robert. Which so is, like I would argue, cheating. I was going to say, which I would argue is worse than physical cheating, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's more likely to break up a relationship if you have true, like real feelings for somebody oh, yeah. else, you know? Yeah. That's harder to come back from. Yeah. And I guess that was like something in the last episode too that happened when Grace was like, or no, when Frankie was like, you know, I slept with him to see blah, blah, blah. But I realized that like, he never loved, he never loved me like he loved, he loves you and he loved right. me a lot. Right. So it was kind of like, you know, she really realized that sort of like emotional aspect. And I'm sure that's something that helps Robert sort of come to terms with what happened a little later on, but yeah probably but yeah so during this um lunch phil uh grace and, and phil have touch hands ever so briefly and he <laughs> and he pulls away and then grace just storms out <laughs> thinking that well, oh no he does say that no. he's with his wife still right <laughs> yeah i was there's, like wait there's more than just him pulling his hand away yes <laughs> that he's still married yeah and she leaves before giving him a chance to explain the situation to her which is so sad when you find out yeah you know he'd been planning to leave her you know he confessed everything to his wife and then his wife gets alzheimer's and Ugh, yeah like now she doesn't even remember any of that and like how you can't like divorce somebody with alzheimer's <laughs> right i mean i suppose you probably legally could but like that would make you a terrible human being right <laughs> yeah so he's kind of like in the marriage out of duty more than more than anything because he says you know straight away that the elaine that he knew isn't doesn't she's gone yeah right? she's gone she was gone a long time ago yeah which, ugh, so alzheimer's is such a terrible disease ugh, i know it's very sad but so, yeah. yeah so it's a very sad situation for grace and phil to be in you know kind of sort of reunited for a day and then Grace is put into the situation that she's going to struggle with over the next couple of episodes of trying to decide can she date Phil when he's still married to somebody like that. Right. We'll see how that plays out. Yes, we will. So. But aside from that. We have Frankie in this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I just he, can't. 
this the whole way this lube thing kind of <laughs> escalates to this point i kind of saw it from the beginning like this was never gonna oh yeah <laughs> and yeah, immediately frankie's got has received her prototypes for the packaging the lube inside of it she realizes immediately that it's not her recipe something's different and when she finds out it has palm oil in it she flips her shit <laughs> yes she does which i mean I can totally understand, like, if it's that terrible for the rainforest, then sure, maybe it shouldn't be used, but I don't think the way that she went about dealing with it perhaps was was the best, because as she says, like, she didn't get anything out of, like, how she dealt with the situation. It wasn't the best way to deal with it, and also, like, like Brianna points out, it's in everything, so, like, you not having it in your lube doesn't you're still gonna be party to palm oil because it's in everything that you buy it's just what's being used currently it's terrible for the rainforest and maybe our company will go in a different direction someday where we're not using palm oil but if you don't get your lube in now with palm oil that's never going to happen for it you know we can't just change it right now well right (laughs) right yeah unless you can find like a nice viable alternative that's (laughs) as cost effective right which is kind of what Grace was getting to. She was like, well, you need to do research and show them. <laughs> Not just squirt ketchup all over your hands and then get it on somebody's supposedly $3,000 suit. I know. Let's be honest. That's not a $3,000 suit. <laughs> I did enjoy Frankie saying, I can't lube a vagina with one hand and slap oh my an God. orangutan with the other. <laughs> that is the best quote. And also, I wondered if Jane Fonda's reaction there grace i wonder if her yeah. reaction was actually legitimate because she's like drinking <laughs> wine and then sort of like laughs it back into the glass <laughs> so i'm like i wonder if she was just like legitimately laughing at that it's that funny. might be it's a pretty great quote because it seems I like think... grace would normally laugh at that i feel like she'd just yeah. be like uh classic right i feel like that's one of the quotes that i messaged to you when i was trying to convince you to watch this show to begin with <laughs> yes and i was like i'm convinced <laughs> Oh, it's so Watch funny. Watch the show. There's this character on it that says all of these outlandish things. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Like, this show, like, all of the quips and, like, the banter between everyone is just the best thing. <laughs> it's the best thing. It is, yeah. Everybody's relationships, is, they're amazing. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so now we have so Frankie kind of, who's kicked out of the whole... <laughs> right. Brianna kind of fires her from the whole lube-making process and tells yeah. her that she's no longer welcome. It's her lube. We signed a contract and I was letting you be in part of these things as a favor, but I don't have to. It's my yeah. lube kind of thing. Yep, yep. Which is sad for Frankie, but she kind of brought that on herself. <laughs> yeah, she did. But yeah... So then, the only other thing really happening in this episode is like all of the messages that Saul has left for Robert on his yes. machine. <laughs> I did enjoy all watching of... Robert crumble all of his corn chips up into a container of guacamole. <laughs> I don't listening to them. I, I don't, don't really see how that's an effective way to eat. I was guacamole. gonna say I don't appreciate the method, but it was funny seeing <laughs> it was him do funny it. Watching it. Yeah, <laughs> and I like. Do you eat it with a spoon then? At that, that point? seems like you're getting too much guac to chip ratio i don't understand i don't know guacamole is pretty good it is but um and i feel like you just eat the top layer of the crumbs off and right you crumble up more okay. and continue eating it with a spoon i guess one could try that and see i would just dip my corn chips into them individually but i feel like Same. maybe it helped with his frustration to just crush them all up <laughs> i think so 
But yeah, I, I, it, so many messages, my God, <laughs> talking about his zodiac sign or astrology. It was in the stars, basically, that he was going to make this mistake. And, right. Oh, my God. Which I feel like Saul should have known that was not something Robert was going to want to hear. Like, right. that's not the apology that Robert is waiting for. Right. But, um, but of course, he couldn't listen to all of them. He, he did have to go to bed sometime because the, 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 what is it called? Voice message player. What, answering machine? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, you're not that young. Come the on. answering. I was like, what is it called? were a thing that people had when we were kids. <laughs> I know. I remember, I remember us even having the little tape that you had to like flip around. <laughs> we never actually had one, but did I you knew not? People. <laughs> oh, but anyway, so the answering machine, I like, he's like, it's in the, ki- that's in the kitchen. I did have to go to bed at some time, at some <laughs> point, but, um, because he didn't listen to all the messages, he misses the point that Saul was showing up the next day to like collect things. Right. And, and he nearly bludgeons him with a toilet plunger. He does. Which then later on, he's like playing with in his hand. And I was like, Ooh, I'm like, Ooh, I really hope that is a brand new toilet plunger. Me that too. No one's used before. Yeah. <laughs> But then, otherwise that's kind of gross yeah and i think it's uh it's pretty clear there that robert's not entirely sure what to do because he just yeah. flat out says like I, I don't know what i want really right i don't know if there's anything you can do to make this right i don't know that i want this relationship to continue yeah which is kind of how they leave the episode then yep with that sad note see all these episodes had very sad elements to them <laughs> they did yeah but it had to happen you know like this is all yeah building up yeah. to to all this nonsense but yep <laughs> yeah but yeah indeed any other quotes from this one nope i only have that one but that was the best one so yeah i liked uh frankie when she was saying I thought that you were stuck up and boring as shit. Turns out no. you're stuck up and interesting as shit. Yeah. Oh, and also when she gets the box of lube prototypes and she's like, it could be cheese. It could be cheese. <laughs> like, why would you just receive a box of cheese? <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, and then the song was great too. Blood on my hands. Blood on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> That's another part where, like, uh, Grace is laughing as she walks away. And I'm like, I feel like that must be, I think Jane Fonda just broke character. But I, I was loving every moment of it. <laughs> I was. And I, there, that kind of brings me back to, like, the last episode, there was a quote I missed, too. Um, if I can find it. Where did it go? Oh, she's, uh, Grace says, I've learned to live with a very flexible definition of okay. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> I feel like that's, like, not only the situation she's in in general, but also probably every single thing that she does with Frankie and her right, ridiculousness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then that was a good one, too, when um, when Frankie comes in and she's like, j'accuse about the palm oil. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I know what happened. Oh, what did she say? Something about Something coffee. Something like, you got too stoned again and tried to even out with too much coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was green tea, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, so those are episodes uh, six, seven, and eight. I don't feel like you, it's not like alcohol <clears throat> where you can even out 
with you know <laughs> too much pot with coffee like i don't i just feel like you would then be hyper and stoned right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well but yes anyway mm-hmm. that concludes this podcast yes it does episode we will be back then uh next week with uh, season two episodes nine ten and eleven which are the goodbyes, the loophole, and the bar, uh, the bender. I almost said the bartender, but it's not that. <laughs> it's the bender. The bender. So in the meantime, let us know what you guys thought about the episodes. Hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And we have two more podcast episodes left of season two of Grace and Frankie. So we are looking for any suggestions you might have as to what you would like us to talk about after the end of the season. Or if we should just jump straight into season three. Definitely. So we could do something similar like last time where we intersected the two with uh, um, a Netflix original movie. Um, Or if you guys are eager to hear a different our thoughts about a different show we could always try another season of something else and then slip back into grace and frankie a little later you have any <laughs> thoughts or opinions on that or on anything in life really go ahead and send them <laughs> yes we'll be looking forward to it <laughs> <laughs> but until then have a great week bye bye <laughs>